thousands of properties in the city of Pittsburgh suffer from a major problem. They're technically owned by a bunch of people, all heirs to someone who died without a will. Nearly everyone agrees that these so-called tangled titles slow development and destabilize neighborhoods, but it's a tricky problem to solve. 90.5 WESA's Mark Newtbar brings us this story for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. Eric Luster grew up in a three-bedroom 1920s Cape Cod on a quiet dead-end street in Homewood. It was a good childhood, but he thought he would have a better future in Atlanta, so he moved out of town to raise his five children. When his mother got sick in 2007, he moved home to take care of her. A year later, she passed away, and his father followed in 2013. Neither of them had a will that officially passed ownership of the family home to their son. We never really spoke of the the title or anything being changed because, you know, there was nothing wrong. So Eric Luster simply stayed in the home, paid the taxes, and kept up on the utility bills. He didn't think a whole lot about it. But according to Operation Better Block Executive Director Jerome Jackson, a house like Luster's is a ticking time bomb. You have a, a parent who owns a home who uh, passes away and they have no will. And so then that property then becomes the property of every one of their descendants. So their children, their grandchildren, if they have great-grandchildren. Sorting out a tangled title can be tricky because you need to get the sign-off from every single heir. It's an especially common problem in Pittsburgh, where at 73.4%, we have the third highest ownership rate in the nation. Tracking down all the descendants who may live across the country can be exhausting. And then for any one of those um, descendants to own that property, they have to get every other descendant to give up their small portion. Therein lies the tangle. The other problem is that most people don't even know they're living in a ticking time bomb. It's not like someone from the city or state or even the mortgage company comes banging on the door to tell them they need a title. Generally, if your check clears for the mortgage, taxes, and utilities, you're okay. But eventually, you'll need a title for something. Maybe you want to sell the place, or maybe you need some assistance from a city program. Here's Operation Better Block's Debbie Kolke. They have a service that they need, such as a new hot water heater or free home repairs or something like that. The big one is like weatherization, but a pre-qualifier for that is that the title's in the homeowner's name. Jackson says many people learn they're not the real owner when they go to get a home equity loan to fix up a roof or a sagging porch, and they're denied by the bank. Instead of going through the effort of tracking down dozens of distant relatives, sometimes they just bail. People were leaving and walking away from the house because they couldn't get it fixed up because they weren't the legal owner. And I don't, and they don't know how to become the owner. They just pack up and go. If you could map all the tangled titles in Allegheny County, it would look very similar to a map of low-income neighborhoods. Jackson says those tangled titles and abandoned properties destabilize neighborhoods that are already shaky and prevents future development. Mayor Bill Peduto's chief of staff, Kevin Ackland, says in general the city will not seize tax-delinquent homes that are occupied, but the city is moving forward on taking control of many abandoned parcels. We're looking to unlock those liabilities, convert those to assets so we can utilize those for purposes of development uh, for affordable housing and for other uh, ways that we can advance development in the city. Even for the city, it's a long and complex process to gain a clear title on a tax delinquent property. This is the reason why you see this investment because the private market only touches properties that are clean. It might make sense for us to maybe forgive some of these taxes to make sure that the properties are reused and repurposed for the community. Otherwise, you're just guaranteeing 
that they'll continue to drag upon a neighborhood. Eklund has a map in his office showing every tax delinquent, vacant, abandoned, and city-held property. It's a patchwork that reaches into every neighborhood. Eklund hopes law changes in Harrisburg will help the city build a Pittsburgh land bank to pull those properties together for focused development. We're not only advancing sort of legal changes to allow us to better utilize vacant, abandoned, tax delinquent properties. We're planning in neighborhoods to make sure that the type of development is community-driven. Operation Better Blocks Demi Kolke says their group is working with the city, but it would prefer to see individual home ownership as the solution rather than developers. Homewood should not become the next East Liberty. And so our goal as an organization that is trying to revitalize the neighborhood in the interest of those who are currently living here, it's very important to secure their place in the neighborhood. The organization provides a free service to help people take legal ownership of the homes in which they are living. The grant money is limited. It can only help about 20 residents a year, and untangling the titles can exceed the value of the home. The legal process can be confusing, lengthy, and expensive, but there is hope. Kent Boswell, attorney with Stahlkeen and Ogden. Peter Lewis, attorney with Stahlkeen and Ogden. Boswell and Lewis volunteer with the Pittsburgh Pro Bono Partnership, which, along with other free legal services, is flooded with requests for help from equity owners with tangled titles. We could take a case and fix it, and then take the next case and fix it. But all we're doing is fixing it one at a time. We've got a bigger picture in mind. The bigger picture is to build a template that pro bono lawyers can use to quickly and easily move the process through the courts and county departments. Lewis and Boswell are hopeful a simplified test case will make it through the system early next year. For Eric Luster, who had to untangle the title on his parents' home, the process was relatively simple. There were no delinquent taxes to pay. Got some affidavits I had to get signed by my other siblings and... One is in Atlanta, and you know, two of them's here. So uh, we got them, got them filled out. They sent them back, and uh, within uh, two months, uh, it was the deed was here in my name. Lester now has to start making plans to pass the property to his five kids and seven grandchildren. He says that most of the homes on his street still belong to the families that owned them when he was a kid, but he has no idea if any of those titles have been properly passed down to the next generation. I'm Mark Newtbar, 90.5 WESA News.